Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. Um, <laughs> we got a fun show for you today because <laughs> nobody's here except for me and Colson and the crickets. Is that you, Chris? <laughs> no, we're the guys this morning, John. Give us, give us every, whoever's listening. They get so, the peek behind the curtain. Yeah, the peek behind the curtain is that uh, the peek behind the curtain is that in November of every year we have our budget vote. Ah, ye old November, budget ye vote. old budget vote. We we have the budget vote um, for and so, and so, to approve the budget. And you're telling me that that doesn't just happen like on that day? No, it doesn't just happen on that day. Ah, um, ye old budget vote happens sometime in November, and basically it's a budget that has been approved. Um, it has been put forth by the staff, approved by the or looked over and. Uh, um, vetted, I guess, by the uh, finance committee or work team, whatever they call themselves now. Um, the A team. The A team. The dollar sign the team. The dollar sign team. Um, and then the leadership board uh, does their vetting as well and asks a lot of questions and um, changes things that they think need to be changed. And then um, we have some Q&As in late October. Okay. And then the... Uh, um, the and budget there's, oh, then, and then, then there's the budget vote. And then there's the budget vote um, for the upcoming year. So we're we've been putting together kind of over the summer and <clears throat> until recently have been the staff have been putting together the budget for 2024. Mm-hmm. What we think um, it will cost for us to do uh, the ministries that we feel like God has put in front of us. I feel like I'm about to sneeze. That's fine. I'll burp. Oh man, that was a big one. Um, thanks. Um, you're welcome. So that's been happening, and now the executive team of the um, of the staff. I'm gonna do it again. This do it is again. Amazing. I'll try to burp again. Oh man, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. You're lucky. I'm not Micah though. My son Mike, not Micah McHugh, Micah oh. Redfern, sneezes like. 20 times in a row. I'm not kidding. He I starts sneezing. It. He cannot stop. Man, allergies, they'll kick your rear end. They really will. My um, goodness. So wait, so you were saying now, uh, the executive team right now, they're kind yes. of in their So there's, their a, there's an executive team of the of the staff, and they are um, going through, we, we have lovingly referred to it before as the gauntlet, which is basically where they try to, you know, beat each other up over whether or not this money is being correctly spent. It's a beautiful thing. Like it's really a difficult meeting. And so you can be praying uh, for those guys this today. I mean, this wasn't released on the day that it would be happening, but retroactively pray for him. If if you, if you're like, if tomorrow, when yeah. this is released, you're like, hey, at like nine something, I was really feeling like I needed to pray for the team at that's church. Ex- that's exactly that was the why. spirit prompting you. Yeah, or it might it might have been the spirit. It's prompting a good you. like it's know. a good process. It's just hard um, because you're you know trying to we're trying to be good stewards and True. you know there's there's a lot of like oh well I think we uh, we could spend this money this way and oh I can th- think we should spend this money this way and and we try to con- uh, budget very conservatively. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that means a lot of things get cut. True. So 
just um yeah it's it's a it's a fun thing that they're doing and i'm so grateful to not be there wonderful in the meeting this year well, the, so that's what's going on. That's why it's just me and you. Yeah. But the show must go on, The John. show must go on. I just came up with that. We, <laughs> and so I don't I'm know. I'm really proud of you. That there. was really Everyone out really there, well Sean, I just came up with that. Yeah. Uh, the show must go on. And so we are, uh, so Chris, he didn't get to talk about everything that he talked to, that he wanted to talk about on Sunday, uh-huh. but we're still like, we're still pretty much leading into chapter 24 yeah. because what Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, was going to talk more about and will continue to pick up on is this place called N or Ein Getty. N or Ein, um, just a, depending on N or Ein. how so, it's so, spelled at the so, given time. Yes. So in Getty, yep. what what are some things? Uh, maybe maybe some things you think he will talk about um, that that or you having been there of like yeah this is some things that stick out about this place that if you've never been there or don't know about it yeah there's a part of me know. that doesn't even want like I I you're you're listening to this podcast so you're you're listening to the before and behind the scenes and yeah. all of that stuff yeah there's part of me that doesn't even want to give this away like i know yeah. that we've been kind of talking about it don't a little google bit it. don't google it i mean you can if you want to it's just it it's um i will tell you and this is this is my plug for for going to israel um whenever the church goes uh i I think that I could have heard and known the like the um, uh, the things. <laughs> and Getty is a place of retreat um, and re- retreat of uh, um. Oh my gosh, uh, of refreshment and of um. I say retreat. Um, you know what I mean. Like the it's an the, oasis. It's it it's kind of like an oasis. Um, it's, it's a place that, that you can, um, retreat to. Um, and, and, and David is, is definitely, you know, finding his, um, uh, home in this place for a reason. Um, so there's, I mean, there's parts of this, I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, give you too much, but I do want you to know, like, my plug for going to Israel is that you can, you can, hear all of the things about in Getty yeah. in this sermon, you can see the, even the pictures of it. And until, um, you walk it, um, I think, I think it's, it's one of those things that, that really will, um, change the way that you see, yeah. uh, your role in the, in the church, your role in your family and in your marriage. Uh-huh. Um, because it's in, in that place, it's such mm. a, it's a visceral, as I was um, mm. telling Chris, like it, it is such a physical moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, uh, I mean, and Getty is definitely one of my favorite places when we go to Israel and when I've gone to Israel, um, because of that, yeah. um, it's such a, a good reminder, um, of the fact that well, I think I think we get um, we get caught up in being comfortable mm-hmm. right now, um, and there's there's this like discomfort is the enemy mm-hmm. um, feeling, and I think that that we got to remember that when when we realize that we're uncomfortable in this world, mm-hmm. um, that 
we're not made for this world. Right. Um, we're not made for the way things are right now. We were made for the way it was supposed to be and the way mm-hmm. that it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not home. Right. It's a shadow of home. There are things that reflect home mm-hmm. to us that we're like, oh, that's like that's like the way it will be. Yeah. Um, and that feels like home. But mm-hmm. if we focus too much on that and we... Um, uh, and, and in our in our flesh, I think we all will. I mean, always. You know? I the I was talking to my uh, dad about this because that's a um, a big part of his kind of story um, is not loving this world or the things of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the idea that we um, that we will feel like wanderers. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's what our that's what it's supposed to feel like right now. Right. Anyway, but that that is not always the and nicest feeling or the most comfortable no. feeling. And then the places like in Getty are like, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I a quick Google search on Engetti, I found that Engetti Kibbutz Hotel. Who Kibbutz? Which it this looks like. I mean, if you're if you're going for like a a respite. Yeah, the pictures in and of itself looked luxurious. They have Wi-Fi. They even they even have an ATM with a cash okay, machine listen. on site. <laughs> Just as is, do you think that's what David? Do you think David established this? Or? Uh probably not. I'm just kidding. But all that to say, there, this is a real place, and so I'm excited for us to like see pictures of this real place and um, get a good grasp of the setting and what that means for the story. Because even if you've seen um, or heard this story before, without without a true understanding of the location, I feel like the location and the understanding of where where the story has taken place enriches the story. Yeah. And Chris good, talked about uh, um, at the end of last week's sermon that, that it, we are in the middle of the Judean wilderness. Yeah. And if again, if you're thinking like trees... And creeks and stuff like that. Stop thinking that it is uh, desert and and like rocky desert. We talked about at one point when when we were there, when I was there with Chris in yeah. Israel, we talked about how I think he had said like he was thinking more uh, Sahara Desert. Yeah, I think was was his kind of whatever. And it's it is rocky, like it is a it's it looks, a wasteland. It's desolate. It's desolate, I mean, but it's like rocky desolate. It's like uh, there's no trees. There's, you know, very the reason that you know those you know people would meet underneath trees is because there is very little of that, mm-hmm. um, and there aren't big trees in Israel. Like I don't I don't know how to explain that. Like mm-hmm. it's not. I thought that the entire the entire Israel the country. Um, mm-hmm. Um, the entirety of Israel would be like this. That was my mistake. My mistake was mm-hmm. thinking that the entirety of Israel looked like this. It does not. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a wilderness, and that wilderness is desolate. Interesting. Um, and and it is uh, harsh, like harsh, harsh. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, so. Getting to talk about Engedi is going to be fantastic. Something mm-hmm. happens in Engedi, though, 
that we're going to uh, see. This is so. I have a question. Yeah, and I'm sure Chris will talk about this. And so I feel like most interpretations. Yeah. Of uh, Saul going in to relieve himself. Yeah. Has been using the restroom. Yeah, I, that's what he's doing. So there, but there are some commentaries that say, well. Maybe he was maybe he was taking a nap in the heat of the day. I, you know that's true. I said that with such conviction. I guess it could be. Well, I no, I was more just relieve saying, I himself didn't, I didn't, of the heat. I didn't think about it. Yeah, but it's like, re- regardless, I'm e- either way. He's distracted he, uh, or right and unconscious. And, and David would have had to be stealthy. Yeah, to do yeah to to cut off a part of his robe. I I just want to say like. Either either way, like, mm-hmm. talk about being completely vulnerable, and you're totally. Um, I'm doing the air quotes right now. Enemy, yeah, your enemy being right there, mm-hmm. which is like that. Like it's funny because I think for me, again, growing up in Texas, mm-hmm. the idea of going into a cave mm-hmm. to be relieved, to be mm-hmm. out of the heat, to be anything like that, might. My guard immediately goes up in a cave. Interesting. Because I can't see. Right. You know? And so probably you're talking about Saul being on the edge of what can be seen. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I I don't think that he went too deep in because they were mm-hmm. in the deepest, the innermost part of this right. cave. Um, I think he probably was still, again, in the light, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And what is, what I think is such a funny picture is you, the fact that it's like his 3000 choice men probably weren't that far away. And so you no, have all, probably all you know, on the outside so of the cave, the thought, just like the thought of like waiting, all of them waiting. And he's like, I'm going to go in here. And then he goes in there. And it's like, he could have been, I mean, killed. Just, it's like with all these men right there, I think that's wild. It's totally wild. And, and again, like, it's funny to me because I, um, I get, I love going into caves. Mm-hmm. Like we, my family went to um, Carlsbad. Okay. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Other than me falling down the entrance of it, that That's was not, not fun. That sounds horrible. With a camera in my hand. I was, oh man, Yuck. that was scary. Um, but uh, I was trying to take a picture. I mean, you know, the, just the the stupidity of trying to take a picture trying while you're on a selfie. Trying to take a, a selfie. <laughs> trying to take on a the selfie. edge. Of- no. Um, but anyway, uh Going down in the cave, like it was so much fun. Yeah. Um. And uh, there there are a lot of fun stories from from that because the kids were real little at the time. But mm-hmm. uh, the uh, I remember going into it when it gets real dark. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like afraid, afraid. Yeah. But I know that I'm tense. Right. Like I'm I'm ready for uh, a bat hitting me in the face. Mm-hmm. Like. Right. This is I'm preparing myself to not scream when that happens. So so I've I've not been to to Ein Gedi, this area. Yeah. The only my only um experience with caves or caverns is in America. Yeah. Should is it is it different in a lot of ways in that area or are well, should we I haven't, picture similar I haven't things? been into into a cave. Oh, okay. Like you can see that when when we go to Engedi, uh-huh. you can see the caves, like you can see the holes in the rocks yeah. around us. Um uh-huh. But that's not the like to me 
that's not the the heart of Engedi. The right. heart of Engedi is in this wasteland. There's refreshment, right. which right. is, I mean, I am so excited about. I don't yeah. I don't know what all Chris is going to say, but I know yeah. like the things we've talked about. The fact that Engedi is uh, um, uh, fed by um, storms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's fed by wadis. So mm-hmm. a wadi. And again, we don't we don't have these in East Texas. Um, don't don't think like a creek bed. Don't even think mm-hmm. like a dry creek bed. It is um, it is a uh, this is more like a West Texas thing. If you've if you've ever seen like uh, a, a flash flood, mm-hmm. um, where our, where it looks like you know there's some water coming, there's some water coming, and then oh my gosh, all of a sudden there's this huge wave of water coming, and it's it mm-hmm. destroys things because it moves them out of the way. Right. Um, they're these sandy like flat places. Mm-hmm. There's a cool story about this also because uh, when Jesus talks about not building your house on the sand, mm-hmm. build your house on the rock and not the sand, what he's talking about is not building your house in a wadi. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I mean, you could kind of see like, oh, it's a flat place. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Like this would be a great place to build a house in this flat place. But the rains come. Um, the storms, the storms come and mm-hmm. the wall of water just destroys things that are in the wadi. Mm-hmm. So don't build your house there. Mm. Um. So again, that's kind of a weird, like we don't. We're mm-hmm. we're picturing like oh don't build your house in Galveston like yeah not what he's talking about I totally. mean don't build your house in Galveston um but that was a joke <laughs> anyway uh, sorry I was looking I'm I'm looking at pictures of wadis yeah That's so pictures I, of wadis like if you if you just Google that or whatever a wadi is a, a pretty cool um thing but it's in uh, Getty is is fed by these um mm-hmm. so there's there's a storm that happens somewhere else in Israel mm-hmm. and water kind of like comes through this place mm-hmm. um and it's it's a pretty neat um picture of you know the 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 desolate around this area and the storms around this mm-hmm. area, then this being a place of refreshment in the mm-hmm. midst of that. Mm-hmm. I, again, like I, I I'm excited. I think that's that, cool. I think that he's, he when, what he talks about is going to be, um, that's really cool. Really great for us as you know, in our marriages and again, like in our marriages, in our, um, parenting and as a church, mm-hmm. like how we relate to each other, what we see even Sunday as, um, I think that there's some some great applications to um, our lives inside of this one. Mm-hmm. And he's going to really talk cool. about David sparing mm-hmm. Saul's life. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far he's going to get okay. um, in this, but it's, it's going to be good. That's awesome. Well, read the chapter for yourself. Right. And as always... Be encouraged. <laughs>